Hello and welcome to the long-awaited Fashion North podcast. We're your hosts, Faraday Gamugatings. I'm Charmaine Shaharin. And I'm Sophie Middleton. Today we are discussing problematic designers, influencers, and members of the fashion elite. We're going to be touching on the downfall of Kanye West, the performative eating issues with Yolanda Hadid, and the Met's decision to celebrate legendary designer Karl Lagerfeld for the 2023 Met Gala. So first and foremost, let's just start off with Kanye West since he's quite a influential figure in social media right now, especially with Balenciaga. So from what we know, the latest controversy that he has sparked was obviously about how he supports White Lives Matter designs. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of it? Um, I mean, it's controversial. It's it would from coming from someone who hasn't really spoken up about the Black Lives Matter issue. I think it's quite problematic to then be going seemingly going against the whole movement and if it was coming from someone who had supported the movement to begin with it would make a lot more sense because it would be ironic but it's not it's it's clearly just him trying to cause a stir and and make a profit definitely i think he's just hypocritical in every way i feel like it's just unnecessary like he does anything he can to try and get people shocked and get people to notice him it's just sort of like attention seeking at this point i think yeah, I agree. I think like what he does mostly is just for the clout. It's not anything like, you know, for what he means for. And at the same time, like for the white lives matter thing, I think it's just I think it's just disgraceful because like I know he's a black person and like everyone knows that like there's a lot of like black discrimination especially with the black lives matter movement and i think like what's different about about him even though that he's black is that he's a privileged black man compared to like other black people who might not have it as easy for him so i think like he you know feels that he could just do what he want you know do what he wants compared to like other people yeah definitely it's so performative from his point of view Mm -hmm. like all he does is make these kind of statements but he doesn't back them up by actually supporting the political movements behind them at all that's true yeah and he's just like spurring anything and everything that just comes out from his mouth without thinking twice about it without actually realizing like how you know the things that he says are quite insensitive towards especially like in this case like black people so yeah what do you have any thoughts about it sophie it's just like it's also the fact that he supports trump and like we all know what donald trump's like it's just i feel like it is very performative and it's just to grab people's attention and just to get people to notice him but i don't think he realizes how much like how bad it's making him look yeah definitely i think like I think when you talk about Kanye West, like the main word that pops into everyone's mind is just performative. I do agree with that. And I think like if there's anyone else more performative, it's his it's his fans because like they're supporting him without, you know, any reason. Like they clearly know what he says are basically wrong, but like they're backing him up for like the wrong reasons then again. And then it comes back to the question like, is this you know, is this the person that you want to look up in the fashion industry? Because there's so many other people in the fashion industry that are much more influential and they contribute so much in many ways. And and yet they're not like having like the spotlight 
on them. Yeah, definitely. He's he does everything so that he gets talked about, so that he's on people's lips. But he doesn't he doesn't deserve to be talked about in the way that he is. He's not adding much to the fashion industry. I mean, even aside from the comments and just the blatant racism like his designs aren't that good yeah yeah his designs are definitely not good because like he's not a creative like personally i think he's just a person with money that's it doesn't matter like what your skin color is at the end of the day because if you're rich you basically can do anything and i think it's just disgraceful because there are many other people out there who are much more talented than him who have a better vision but they're not given like you know they're not being in the limelight for that and i think like that's just really wasted i think society needs to you know look at how we're viewing the people that we look up to especially in the fashion industry i also feel like there's so many memes about him and i feel like people are like sort of like oh kanye west's so funny but it's it's really not funny what he does and i don't think people are realizing the severity of what he says and what he does yeah that's true i think like Liking Kanye West and fans of Kanye West is just a big red flag. Like, don't come near me. Oh, God, definitely, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But then again, like, other than Kanye West, there are also other um, problematic, like, designers and influencers in the fashion industry as well. And none other than Kanye West, it's also Karl Lagerfeld. Yeah, Karl. I mean, Karl's now been her- heralded as the Met Gala theme for 2023. And as much as the Met Gala has had some interesting themes in the past and very vague themes i think honoring carl is quite an interesting and controversial sort of topic he's made some he's made some similarly awful comments um to kanye west they haven't been in the sense of racist they haven't been too awful but he's called he's been on record calling adele a little roundish before she lost weight um he said if you don't want your pants pulled about don't become a model join a nunnery there'll always be a place for you in the convent they're recruiting even um this was during the me too movement when there was a lot of controversy around sort of photographers and other creatives in the industry kind of abusing their power and essentially assaulting young models um and he's also talked about the fat mummies sitting with their bags of crisps in front of the television saying that thin models are ugly. I think it's just, it's abhorrent to be talking about women in that way, to be talking about women going through assault in that sense, to be talking about women who possibly have eating disorders, um, which he would know about. He is a model, he was, I mean, he's dead now, thankfully. Um... (laughs) He was at the forefront of all of this. He was seeing the models. He knew them. He knew quite a lot of them very well. I mean, he was he had a very close relationship with Cara Delevingne and, and whatnot. Um, and he knew what was happening with these models. He he was using he was notorious for using underweight models. Um, probably knowing the struggles they were going through and the struggles that they were kind of. Um, like adding to in a wider society i'm not saying that thin models or underweight models cause eating disorders but obviously if you have that sort of mentality that eating disorder mentality and you see it backed up in the media it's a lot harder to get better and to kind of pull yourself out of it and realize that what you're seeing and what you're thinking is wrong 
but he was still he was still contributing to it. Uh, what what are your thoughts, Charmaine? Honestly, when we talk, Carl uh, Lagerfeld, he's a really big name in the industry. I think the difference about him and Kanye West is that he's an actual creative. Like he knows what he's mm. doing, especially when it comes to Chanel, because he did bring Chanel out of the ashes, and Chanel, you know, is Chanel because of him he's contributed so much and although like he has good ideas and his work is immaculate but then again he's just not he's just a downward rude person i would say and like the things that he says are yeah definitely insensitive and i feel like because like he has a bigger name in fashion that in compared to kanye west so like people just you know bat and like close an eye when it comes to when it comes to him i would say yeah, but people yeah. kind of use his his acclaim and the work and and the work he did to excuse the comments he made. It, it's like that idea of separating the artist from the art. When in reality, his as much as it's not the same with Kanye West, whereas Kanye West is putting his controversial art like in the forefront and he's wearing it. Carl's comments are not being displayed on his clothing or the, or the clothing he was making, but they were still kind of intrinsic to it because he was sending these underweight models down the runway and he was making these comments in a very public forum. Um, what are your thoughts, Sophie? I just think he has this idea that being thinner makes you better because he just constantly goes on about weight like about Heidi Klum he was saying that she was simply too heavy and had a too big of a bust which I just think is really toxic to say because if people are going to compare themselves to you know Heidi they're going to think well how come like he's saying this about her like what must I look like and question themselves about it really oh yeah definitely I mean he's the comments he's made, the I mean, calling Adele a little roundish, obviously we have no proof that it did impact her body image, but to have those comments made about you as someone in the media who is also getting hounded by the press outlets, by other creatives, whatever, having those comments made by someone who she possibly looked up to, I don't know, she might have been friends with him to have those comments made, it's quite a difficult thing to hear. And that's as a woman with a lot of stardom, with a lot of people around her as a support system. If you, like you say, Sophie, if you're comparing yourself to Heidi Klum um, and you're just an, the average woman and you haven't got that support system around you to kind of turn around and say, look, that those comments are wrong, those they're, they're not fair, that can be really difficult to kind of swallow. Not that you should have to swallow those kind of comments. Um, but, I mean, such such kind of rhetoric around eating has been has been common in the fashion industry for years i mean just look at yolanda haddad she's she's continuing the legacy isn't she oh my god don't even get me started she's awful she's such a toxic parent and just contributes to diet culture like so badly like bella hadid obviously has an eating disorder and she denies that yolanda had anything to do with it but I think she probably did considering like we've obviously seen her telling Gigi Hadid only to have half of a half of a cake and that was at a graduation party so she was a teenager and when Gigi was feeling ill and she told like the fans that she was feeling ill and she only ate half an almond Yolanda said 
have a few more almonds but chew them really well to fake fullness and she also said that she used to think Gigi was a lesbian because she played volleyball which is a masculine sport I just feel like it's all very very toxic what do you guys think Oh, definitely. I think, especially considering the platform that Yolanda had with being, I don't know if she is still on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but she was during this kind of, especially when we were coming out of the heroin chic aesthetic and obviously kind of the media and society was waking up to how toxic and how dangerous it all was. To be having that platform, to be having millions of viewers on a, on a national TV show and be making those kind of comments to teenage girls that are her daughters, I think is just, it's, it's awful to be to be putting that out there especially when everyone society as a whole I mean it's come full circle because we're seeing the return of heroin chic but to be making those comments when society's trying to wake up and undo any of the damage it's done which will probably never be done but at least it's trying um but to be making those comments is just I think it's just insensitive and it's just you're living in your own bubble I know that you've got however many millions of pounds and however many houses but surely you can see the problem with making those comments surely you can see the problem even not on a wider spectrum of of society and the viewers making those comments to your daughter is is just wrong even if I mean she clearly Yolanda clearly has some sort of issue with food she has some sort of disordered eating I'm not a psychiatrist I can't diagnose her or anything but there's clearly problems there and to not acknowledge that and to be passing that on to your daughters Mm -hmm. is is wrong I mean I feel bad for her because clearly this is a lifetime of of disordered eating that she may or may not be trying to unlearn um, but she's clearly just going through it as much as everyone else is. Yeah, that's true. I think, like, I don't know. I want to say, like, it's a generational thing. But then again, I do agree with you when you say that, yeah, she she obviously, like, suffered from it, like, during her prime times as well. And she's just passing it down towards her own children. But, like, yeah, you know, she's she's insensitive in that way. And at the same time, like, how she wants to change like the way how Gigi and Bella looks as well in a way like you know like how um erasing their actual ethnic figures to look like what society wants them to look right now I think like what I can say is that when it comes it's it's obviously toxic parenting like not gonna oh definitely absolutely yeah it's top it's toxic celebrity parenting but like she's just what she lacks in is actually caring for her children like Gigi and Bella like I feel I feel really bad for them like if you want to compare her to like Kris Jenner Kris Jenner is a lot of things but she actually but you can see the love that she has for like her own children and her grandchildren as well whereas like I would say like Yolanda's just in it for the fame and the money and to just you know be in the norm of what's like accepted in trends nowadays yeah definitely and obviously there's a lot of things going around about mental health like people are being more open with mental health so it's not like she's unaware that these things are going to cause issues for people people are going to look up to these underweight models who suffer from eating disorders themselves and I'm not saying that's directly going to cause an eating disorder but it's it could enhance someone thinking that and just the way she goes on like telling them not to eat saying oh it's good that the diet and the cutting out sugar the exercising six days a week it's worth it for how they look 
and also letting Bella Hadid have a nose job when she was 14. I mean, yeah, mm. if I if my parents had let me get any of the plastic surgery I wanted at 14, I think I'd have been essentially a walking Barbie doll. I think <laughs> nobody's making a sensible decision about yeah. what they want to do with the aesthetics of their body at that point. I mean, my parents let me dye my hair bleach blonde when I was about 13, and it was probably not their best decision in terms of I definitely regretted it after about a few years of dying it but it was reversible obviously it's very unlikely that you're going to get a nose job that you've paid however many hundreds of thousands of pounds for because obviously they went to the best surgeons mm-hmm. it is unlikely that you're going to regret that but there's a time and a place for it and I don't think you should be doing that when someone's going through that that kind of period where you are changing so much I mean not that your nose changes massively but Bella Hadid might have grown as such a a nose that she was happy with after a few years that she might have her face might have changed and she might have felt that her nose fit better and then not only is Yolanda saving herself however many however much money but she's also saving Gigi the I guess trauma of going through a nose job because that that must be quite a a heavy thing to deal with as a 14 year old girl in the spotlight and then to be obviously getting asked so many questions and having a lot of criticism about it now like that's clearly got to have an an effect on top of that yeah i've read like the vogue article about it and honestly it's just really harrowing and it's just really sad because bella basically explains about like how you know with her nose job and everything obviously like she was a minor she was young like if you offered me like a nose job at 13 i i would probably say yes because i'm like you want to look good at that time and i don't blame her for it but it's just sad that like Her nose before wasn't even that bad. It was also still really good. It fits with her face and everything. But, like, in the article, it just talks about, like, how with her nose job and how everything has changed with her, like, she's lost that traditional part of herself, like, ethnically and everything because she just looks like every other model, like, on the runway and she doesn't look like herself and I think like that's something that she's really struggling with right now and I feel like no one talks about that like how when you're a model and you change impeccably for like the industry and you just can't even recognize yourself in the mirror yeah definitely Mm -hmm. I think a lot of models go through that because obviously they talk a lot of like casting agents and stuff talk about how to be doing runway you need to have a very striking and unique look and then the second you kind of get the money to be changing the things about yourself that maybe you didn't like because let's face it everybody has things about themselves that they don't like whether you're Um, a model earning however many millions of pounds or you're just Sally from down the road you're gonna have you're gonna be insecure about things if you're getting the money to change those things and you've got a platform where people are maybe pointing out that those things about you and those features are different the second you get that money and you change you're then going to turn around and realize that possibly you've changed yourself for an industry that you can only be part of for 10 years because the modeling industry is so so ageist and and sizist that obviously when you get to however old and maybe you decide you want to have children or something and not that your body should but your body doesn't bounce back after the kids obviously we've seen a change in Gigi's body from having her daughter um 
which I think is lovely. I think her and her and the way she's chosen to go about her pregnancy was really nice and really refreshing to see and hopefully she won't pass on what Yolanda tried to teach her <laughs> um but I think when you get to a certain age you're you, you're gonna turn around and you realize that you have changed yourself for something that you're not even part of anymore and that was from all accounts I'm, I've never been a model but from all accounts is very toxic mm-hmm. definitely and I feel like being allowed to get a nose job that young is just Yolanda basically saying like yeah you can change things about yourself you need to change these physical aspects of yourself that you don't like rather than teaching her to love herself which I feel like is what a mother should be teaching the kids Mm -hmm. 100% I think self like self-love is probably one of the most important lessons you can learn from your mother and if she doesn't love herself which I'm guessing Yolanda probably wasn't walking around the Hadid household spouting how much she loved every part of her body um if your mother doesn't love herself and then your mother also kind of turns around and doesn't love certain features of you as well Mm -hmm. that's got to be really difficult to deal with at a young age and then to take that on and be in the spotlight as well Mm -hmm. it's just even worse in my opinion yeah (laughs) this is just like a conspiracy theory on top of my head but sometimes i just think she's just jealous of her own kids because I feel like she's one of those people who fear getting old in a way. It's so weird, but then there are parents out there who are somehow like jealous of their own child. I don't know how that can ever happen. But like, yeah, the way that she treats them and everything, like they definitely deserve better. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I don't... Controversially, I think Yolanda's push and her her way of going about things does possibly come from a place of love I just think it's a very misguided and toxic love I think it's definitely something that should have been unpacked in therapy long ago (laughs) long before she had children and while she had those kids as well I think she should have been kind of unpacking that and talking through that with someone but I think as much as you can compare her to Chris. I think the way they've both pushed their children and pushed them to make better lives for themselves, because the, in reality, Gigi and Bella are definitely, they came from privilege, they're Nepo babies, mm-hmm. but they are definitely better off and they've got a much bigger career than Yolanda had. And I think her push and her kind of her drive that she instilled in them has been for the better, although they may turn around in 10 years' time and and be horrid for it but um yeah I I think it's I think it comes from a place of love okay yeah I do agree with you it's it's so weird though that like yeah Yolanda Hadid like obviously like her children are in the spotlight more than her but yeah what you said is all true it's it's tough love and it's also misguided love all at the same time I would say but I think like in the fashion industry or any industry there's always going to be like problematic people but we would agree that these people are the top three right now that you know that a lot of people should hear about and how controversial they are so that you could change your views about them but this has been like a really good podcast what did you get what what did you guys think about it yeah i think i think it's gone really well i mean 100% we have to the fashion industry is probably one Mm -hmm. of the most toxic and problematic industries um, along with the music industry and um, kind of showbiz 
but I think it's really important to be having these conversations obviously you can still idolize and look up to these people they have maybe not Kanye West but they have had good careers they've worked hard for what they've got um and they've they've put in the hours and they've made some I mean Carl's work has been fundamental to the fashion industry he resurrected Chanel he resurrected Fendi um but I think it is important to be having these conversations to unpack the issues that have been had with them. I think it's also interesting that the three people that we have been talking about are of an older generation. So hopefully we won't, in 20, 30 years' time, be having these conversations about people of our generation. Hopefully they will have learned from the mistakes of their, the, of those before them um, and kind of seen the, the issues that kind of um, predated them and see where not see what not to do kind of thing like a guide almost yeah definitely and I feel like it's good to I mean obviously we all love fashion we wouldn't be fashion journalism students if we didn't but it's important to see the dark side of fashion too feel like that's commonly overlooked yeah definitely I think people always it's so easy to glamorize the industry i mean you've seen however many books and films and tv shows there's been the devil wears prada there's been um the bold type everything kind of paints this really rosy picture even the devil wears prada that is problematic it has some really interesting lines in the script that should probably be unpacked and addressed um today but I think everything does kind of paint it to be this glossy, glamorous world and it's not, it's dark and it can be, well, it is problematic and it's not always going to, it's not always going to be for everyone as well. Yeah, I do agree. I think like the main takeaway to also like realize is that mental health in the fashion industry is really, really important to ask for help, to seek for help and everything. And I feel like these three people i would say are quite lacking in that we talk about mental health all the time it's a word that's always spurred out in every conversation but then again it's also a word that's just a white noise to some people and not taken seriously so i think that i feel like uh, mental health in the fashion industry should be taken much more importantly than just you know saying it because everyone's just saying it this has been a really really good podcast I would very much like to do it again. It was very informational. I learned a lot from, like, a lot of viewpoints from you guys as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for chatting with me, Charmaine and Sophie. Thank you as well. Thank you.